I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You are very welcome to the Ireland's Birth Stories podcast. My name is Cora Gernon. I created the space for women to share all of the details surrounding their pregnancy, labour, birth and everything in between without feeling shy about the detail. Sit back and enjoy over 100 hours of birth stories told by you, the listeners. Good morning. I hope you're all doing well. I don't know about you, but I've certainly enjoyed getting back to normal, getting back to routine and... Packing the lunch, getting ready for the day ahead. Uh, I actually really enjoy that rather than having um, no structure to my day. So anyway, before we dive into this week's episode and I share some details on my guest's story, I want to send so much love and strength to Brana, Ross and little Evie. Previously, I spoke to Brana and she shared Evie's birth story along with um, her story in suffering early pregnancy loss. And she's currently heavily pregnant, 39 weeks, I think, at this stage with her second baby. So, but they're going through a really, really rough time with little Evie. So I just wanted to send them so much love and support. And I know you will join me in doing the same um I don't know whether you're religious or who you go to, what you tap into, when you need to send someone love and what they need to get them through the next few days, weeks and months. So, um, yeah, I'm just letting, I'm just, I'm thinking of them, can't stop thinking of them and won't. And uh, yeah, I just hope everything's okay. This week's episode, I chat to Alice. Um, this is a pre-baby chat. So I spoke to Alice back in April last year and she shared her, her all through her pregnancy. So she was 38 and four at that stage and she spoke to me about her pregnancy, her situation. So she was a solo mum. Um, the relationship broke down very early on in the pregnancy and she kind of, she chats about that. She talks about her mental health throughout her pregnancy. She did struggle a little bit and she got the support she needed from the hospital. She attended all the classes on offer, the antenatal classes, and she did did a lot of preparation. Um, We did speak uh, the other day about her her birth experience, which I will share on Thursday. Um, So I'll pop up some images on Tuesday or Wednesday of 
the first few moments with her son. So thank you, Alice, for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. I think it's a really nice insight into how important preparation is and how far it can go. Um, yeah, so thanks again. If you would like to share your story, you know where to go. Pop onto the website, irelandsbirthstories.ie. Click on the Share Your Stories tab and fill out a few details and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. The waiting list now is not as long as it was because I am. we are bringing... Um, you two episodes a week so you won't be you won't get an email with a 2024 date enjoy the rest of your week and I will talk to you on Thursday so Alice you are very welcome to the Ireland's Birth Stories podcast thank you first of all for your patience I know we've been trying to chat a few times this week but we're finally sitting down to this conversation that I've been looking forward to so you're very welcome thanks so much for having me do you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll we'll chat about I know you're how many weeks pregnant at the moment 38 and four days not that we're counting (laughs) (laughs) I had I had Oliver at 38 and two yeah so I was thinking of you actually the other day when I went past that day (laughs) yeah I could have it's so exciting once you get past the 37 weeks you just get you just you're ready I'm waiting yeah Yeah, definitely um so yeah my name is Alice I am from South County Dublin born and raised live here still um I am 29 I'm actually 30, 10 days after my due date, so I might have a baby in my 20s or my 30s. Um, yeah, I'm pregnant with my first little boy, and I am going to be solo parenting. So tell me a little bit about um, your journey to motherhood. Yeah, um, so I kind of have to go a bit back and forth for it to make sense, but hopefully yeah. it will add up so um I have PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome um and I was diagnosed about three years ago with that but I kind of always knew that it might be difficult to conceive because I had irregular cycles okay um so when I got with my um ex-partner we decided very quickly that we would try for a baby because it could take that little bit of extra time um And then in January of 2021, I said, I'm going to really take my health into my own hands and I'm going to like really work on it, like from the inside out. So um, I'm overweight. And one of the things to help with PCOS is to lose some weight. Um, But I've lost weight in the past and my cycles were still irregular. So I decided to really look at it holistically. Mm. Um, And I started like intuitive eating and like low resistance training and like the weight loss was kind of a bonus and my main goal was to regulate my cycles um and that's when I started TikToking because I wanted to be a bit like accountable and I wanted to have kind of a community to chat to and then I kind of started Instagram later like it's no massive following or anything but it's just something that was a really nice way to connect with other people um Then in May of 2021, I conceived, but I didn't know I had conceived. So because I was so irregular, um, I hadn't really been taking tests. I would take them randomly and I had a bleed and then I had like a lot of pain. So I was going to go to the doctor thinking it was um, a UTI. So I took a pregnancy test because I know that they can always ask, is there a chance you could be pregnant? And it was positive. So straight away, my heart sank because I was like, this kind of pain isn't normal. I knew that from just knowing, I suppose. Um, and to cut a long story short, it was kind of a week of 
am I pregnant or was I pregnant? Um, and by the end of the week, the tests were all negative. So um, it was decided that yeah, I'd had a really early miscarriage, um, which like it probably could have been considered a chemical pregnancy. But for me, I don't like to consider that because I'd wanted, I'd wanted to be pregnant for so long that I felt like I needed to give life to this pregnancy and I needed to recognize that like my body, had, I, all my hard work had kind of paid off and had done what it was supposed to do or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then like myself, my mom thought it was a boy and we named him Kevin and just like little nice things like that. Um, and then we decided to start trying again pretty much straight away. And um, well, no, completely straight away. Like I know other people you've talked to have talked about that like need to be pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely felt that. Um, and I decided then as well to track my basal body temperature. So I did stayed away from the testing strips because when you have PCOS, um, you can have a higher baseline of the LH hormone. So it can't detect it or it says it's okay, high when it's not. So um, it's not the same for everyone, but I just decided <laughs> to not use them. Um, and I found the body temperature was really good so I conceived the um in August I think yeah and in the meantime um between conceiving and finding out I was pregnant um my partner turned around to me and told me he actually never wanted to have children so that was obviously really upsetting and heartbreaking because obviously it was the planned Um, all of this is very planned Mm. Um, and obviously it's not a relationship podcast or anything but there's a lot more that I I opened my eyes later on that I realized it's all for the best that we went our separate ways and the timing couldn't have been better in that I found out a week after we broke up that I was pregnant and if I had found it earlier potentially we might have still been together and I know that that wasn't the healthy thing for me or him or the baby so Um, Yeah, so we went our separate ways. And then a week later, I had sore boobs that were different sore to like being pregnant and took a test and positive. So the emotions were such were crazy because it was like I was so happy. But then to be dealing with a relationship breakdown at the same time was it was really confusing, um, if anything. So I told my sister and nobody else for a while. I decided not to tell him until the which kind of the 12 week mark because because of the previous loss, I was just like convinced like, oh, it probably won't last. So we'll just wait and see what happens. Um I was into the GP very quickly and she um sent all my stuff over to the hospital and they referred me for an early pregnancy scan. Um, but she also said to me if I could afford to go privately to do that so I went for one of six weeks in three days and saw heartbeat which was the best feeling ever Um, and then I went to the hospital for one at eight weeks so it was really nice to have two very early and it kind of calmed me a little bit but not a lot of it. Did you have anyone with you for those scans or even for the private one? And um, the private one, I had my sister. She's been like okay. my rock through everything. But yeah. um, no, not for the early one. The only scan I've had someone in for or was allowed to was the big, the 20 week one, which um, actually COVID wise, it's been so negative for everyone. But for me, um, being a single parent and trying to navigate that world, 
it was the one thing that I actually benefited from because I was never I haven't been in a waiting room full of couples um, which I mean it's hard for people who who can't have their partner but for me I didn't feel so alone and throughout the whole experience that everyone was in the same boat waiting by themselves um but yeah so everything was fine in the stands but I still kind of was like yeah well sure we'll see I was very negative from day one I never kind of accepted that I was going to have a baby um and then I had very few symptoms actually like so I just had a bit of cramping and that's it like I, I was tired didn't have any nausea I mean it's, I'm lucky but you know you read about people who um get a lot of comfort from the symptoms yep. so to not have yep. that was kind of scary um and then when I reached the second trimester any symptom that I did have disappeared so I was in everyone talks about how wonderful that second trimester is where you've got your energy back but, but for me any symptom I had was gone I wasn't feeling movement so it was like this limbo of I don't know if everything is working inside um and I just like went completely downhill with my mental health so um I told my ex-partner he wanted nothing to do with um me or the pregnancy so that was one thing to deal with but then the pregnancy like depression and anxiety really kicked in um I was just so anxious all the time and then Christmas time I was thinking about getting signed off from work for a while I'm a special education teacher so I kind of was going to have those two weeks off and I kind of powered through that last week and then over Christmas I got COVID at 22 weeks um which was like scary because when you're pregnant you don't want to get COVID but I wasn't that sick and then it forced me to just stop um I needed to take time off but I wouldn't do it basically um when I hear that you know it's so hard when you're pregnant yeah. to power through I, I can relate because when I was pregnant with Oliver I remember getting to a stage where I was I'm forcing myself to work and I was so close to having him um, and I just had to yeah. get signed off. I just had to listen to my body and go, no, just just go in and get signed off for yeah. for both of you for the sake of you. Because that's when you have to think of it's not you're not just thinking about you anymore. And it's really hard to kind of make that connection sometimes that you think about baby as well. Yeah, exactly. Like you and I think just we're so we're so bad at doing it. Like we're so bad at just taking that time when we need it. So having COVID forced me. I had no choice. Um, I had the two weeks off for Christmas and then I extended um, my leave. Um, and because I was at a point where I couldn't leave the house, I couldn't um, make phone calls. Um, I had, sorry, I meant to say before, when I went for my booking appointment, they straight away were like, do you need to talk to the mental health midwives? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so we, they kind of only start to see you around the 20 week mark. So there was a long time in between of by myself figuring it out but um over that period of being off work I went got into them and they really started to help me really focus in on the pregnancy side of the anxiety and depression it wasn't like they weren't able to help me necessarily with the relationship stuff but to even kind of tackle one element was what I kind of needed to do I think um just trying to gather my thoughts here um but it was it was such a blessing to have them but at the same time I had so much other stuff to work through that I came out the first appointment I remember thinking 
how how am I supposed to do all of this? How am I, I was really worried that if I'm like this now, um, am I going to have a baby and am I going to be able to cope? Are they going to, I started to think like, will they take the baby away from me? Like, will, will I not be able to care for a child? So it was really kind of scary because it's all I've ever wanted. But then to be second guessing, this was really, it, it was just, it was hard. But um, really slowly by taking the time, I think, yeah, like that, that was the key moment for me was taking. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Taking that time off work. Um... And they gave me really good strategies. Like one of the ones I I just I wouldn't mind sharing it is just she said to of me, course. thoughts are not facts. Don't believe everything you think. So thoughts are just thoughts. And it was so true. So she was kind of like, go through a checklist and say, like, am I bleeding? Am I in pain? Have my waters gone? And then at the stage of when you can see your baby move, is my baby moving? And if you can fulfill that checklist, then tell yourself, like, you're just thinking things they're not necessarily true and if you can't then that's when you call the hospital you go in and you get Mm. checked out so having that really simple like mantra going through my head really helped me because I was every day convinced like the baby was gone or something was gonna happen um so doing going to see her telling myself that just taking the time it really slowly started to get a bit better and I do think that I had such an easy pregnancy physically um, that I don't know what part of the universe helped me but I think it's because I needed to have all my energy on my mental health that if I also was physically really struggling I don't know what I would have done I wouldn't have coped at all so it was almost like one or the other and I was lucky that I only had one element and I just constantly kept saying like oh I'm so lucky it's such an easy pregnancy but it wasn't but it was just easy in a different way and very difficult in another way if that makes sense it does yeah yeah um and I have to say like I have the most amazing support network um 
when we stood up, I had to move home to my parents who have been the most wonderful um, support to me. My sister is going to be my birth partner and mm-hmm. uh, my friends, just like everyone who could rally around me has rallied around me, which has been amazing. But there's constantly that like little thing in the back of your head, like ultimately I'm doing this by myself. And you do see reminders of it everywhere, you know, whether it's social media or in the hospital or anywhere you see reminders that like I don't have a partner. And I think no one as a child thinks when I grow up, I want to be a single parent. Like people choose to solo parent. And I think that's a wonderful choice. And I would have made it down the line if I needed to. But I don't think anyone says I want to do this by myself. So to not solo parent by choice, it's difficult. And it's just a whole extra layer that you just don't ever kind of go through in your head before it happens. Um, But yeah, um, I find that for some reason, 30 weeks, things really started to lift for me. I don't know if it's a little bit of my sister was actually born at 30 weeks and she was fine. So I think there was a little bit of like, well, if Sarah was fine, then I'll be fine. But um, it was I, I began to notice that I wasn't thinking really dark thoughts every day. Um, I didn't feel the need to necessarily go to the mental health midwives as much. Um, I was feeling a lot of movement, obviously. So there was that reassurance. Um, and I just noticed I was having way more good days than bad days. And sometimes I can now look back at that kind of 20 week mark. And I just think, gosh, I feel really sad for that person who felt so alone and felt so so much in a dark place because now in hindsight I'm feeling so much more uplifted I still find that I struggle through things um, and coming towards the end of the pregnancy you kind of start to worry about other elements but as a whole it's gotten so much better. Do you know what's amazing is those coping mechanisms that they gave you between a 20-week period you will probably tap into in the early day like through those sleepless nights um, yeah. as in when you're doing the the late feeds and all that sort of stuff or you're out for a walk and you're just like wrecked it'll be great because I with hypnobirthing for instance that's what I use to help me when you know you're just wrecked and you just need a bit of a yeah it's wonderful yeah yeah so I'm sure that those tools will help and an uplifting thing or something mm. yeah definitely and I, I have done a little bit of hypnobirthing as well so um I did all of the classes you can do in the hospital and um, which one of them was an introduction to hypnobirthing and then I also got what book was it it was mindful hypnobirthing by Sophie Fletcher I got that on audible because I'm kind of like I can never read nonfiction, so I wanted to listen to something so that was what was available and it was brilliant and her voice is really soothing as well so listen to that um I am quite like a holistic person generally as well. So I do like a lot of it. Um, I did the gentle birth app, which I liked. Um, And then I did um, pregnancy Pilates as well, which I loved. Um, I found that that hour going in was just like, I switched off completely. Like I was just focusing on my breathing and my movements. Um, And where I did it was used to be a, um, a physio in the coom so I kind of felt like I was in good hands like she yeah, yeah. really knows what she's doing and um was great for advice if you were sore in certain places and that kind of thing so um it was wonderful um 
And then Instagram and TikTok was amazing for different women to like reach out to and share stories with and connect with. And then um, your podcast has been like a godsend when it comes to preparing for labor. Like I'm actually excited for it, which is not, I didn't think if you had asked me a year ago, like, how would you feel about having a baby? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. But um, like it's hearing everyone's stories. It's like, it just really makes you see that like there's so many different ways that babies are born that like you kind of just expect nothing it's like hope for the best or whatever and the baby's coming whether you want them to or not and to just like do all the tools you can do and I'm really excited to see how I birth my baby if that makes sense like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, a bit of a weirdo yeah. thing I'm excited for it and what are your preferences have you have you drawn up a a list of what you would like in the hospital yeah, I have. Um, and actually, one of the things I really wanted was the hydrotherapy um, labor pool. So that's kind of new in um, my hospital. But they basically have a BMI cutoff of 35, I think, at your booking appointments. And my BMI was 36.9. So I was devastated when I found this out a few weeks ago. And I really pushed it. Um, I like was trying to contact all the different people and I was basically kind of told, well, it's health and safety. The manufacturer says, and I knew as soon as I said manufacturer says that was it, it was game over. And I felt so annoyed because BMI is such an archaic way of like measuring your health and your ability. And mm-hmm. I, like I said, physically, I've had such an easy pregnancy that I was like, I can move around. I can jump in out of a bath. No bother to me. Um, but that was kind of the end I even started to look into home birth but because I'm living at home I just felt like my animal instinct wouldn't fully relax if I was here rather than my own kind of space and so that's why I'm still going to the hospital but it annoyed me that like I could labor in the bath here if I was doing a home birth but I can't labor in a bath in the hospital where there's medical professionals and like lots of them because of my weight um, and it's something that I think I'd love to try and like look into more after I've had the baby um, but when they realized how kind of upset I was about this they did let me come up for um, a tour of the labor suites or whatever the delivery suites which they haven't been doing because of COVID but I think they could just see that I was getting quite anxious about it when I realized I couldn't do it um, and so I really want to try natural um is what I've kind of said is I want to go in um and use the tens machine and my hypnobirthing and try my very best I'm very open to whatever will happen as well um I think the main reason is I'd love to be able to just be walking around the whole time and after having baby to be up at night and showering and get home as quickly as I can but I've never given birth before so we will see um, and just general things like I want obviously as long cord clamping as I can I want to have like that golden hour of skin to skin I really want to breastfeed I've been harvesting colostrum now for a week and I'm getting loads so I'm really hoping that's like a good omen that it'll go well um what else do I want just there was nothing unusual on it as well when I went through it with the doctors there was nothing unusual so um yeah and actually that's another thing that my weight limited was I wanted to go the domino scheme I wanted to go with the midwife but because of my weight I wasn't allowed I had to stay in the hospital 
which again was frustrating because it's been so straightforward but mm. I suppose they have to have their things in place but going forward I think that um, if I ever have babies in the future that I would definitely look more into home birth and that kind of thing because the kind of care I want is the midwife kind of way rather than the the doctor way and your birth partner your sister has she done any prep she has like so she um trained as a nurse she's not a nurse but she saw babies being birthed so um yeah so she's not scared or anything which is great um and she's excited I think she did um they had a pilot class for partners um which now to be fair we thought it was kind of all about labor but it was more about like the aftermath which I mean she'll be around for but not as much um so she did that I kind of made her listen to the the chapter in the book that partners can listen to um gone through my preferences with her um but I think just the fact that she's excited and she's seen mm. it happen before because she doesn't have any of her own children um that she's like ready and she's got like her own little bag packed and stuff in her house ready to go as well so no we're really excited to do it together actually the episode that I'm putting out on Monday um 106 is with Charda and her first birth um it was an unplanned pregnancy um and she wasn't with her partner at the time and she gave birth in hospital with her sister and her best friend That's oh sorry so her nice. mom her mom and her best friend and the pictures actually I don't know if you saw them today did I you? did see them actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was like oh I, I when I saw the pictures I thought oh I can't wait to listen to this one <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's a really beautiful story. Like, and and she says, um, she's like, it was just amazing because she was in in a room just full of women who were there to support her. And then she ended up having a little girl. So at one stage she was, she was uh, sitting or kneeling, being held by her mother with a a midwife on the ground and her best friend by her side. And then her, her baby on her chest. It was just, I had goosebumps listening to it. So like, that's the kind of environment that you're going into there with your sister yeah. by your side it's lovely yeah it's cool I can't wait and actually you know like when I originally found out I was having a boy I'm not going to lie I had that gender disappointment because I was like I'm gonna be this empowered woman it's gonna be myself my sister my mom like we're gonna raise this little bad girl like it's gonna be amazing <laughs> which seems now I'm like obsessed with the fact of having a boy and I'm so oh, yeah. excited and I get to raise this amazing man and everything but at the time I was like I really wanted all girls like girl power but um yeah I think gender disappointment definitely is a thing and people don't really talk about it but I'm over it now (laughs) and that's actually why I found out the gender I always said I wouldn't but because I was kind of like I want a girl I knew I'd need to get over it if it wasn't a girl so I'm glad I found out yeah no boys boys are just get ready for the like the the random peeing I've heard. <laughs> changing nappy, or what was it? Uh, used to, I was so tired in the middle of the night sometimes, and I'd I'd feed him, and it changes nappy. I changes nappy after every feed, which was completely unnecessary, but I just felt like I had to. But I would be so tired that I would forget to put his little man inside his nappy. Oh God! Wake up, and I was like. Why is he soaking wet? It's because his little Willie was like sticking out the side of the nappy. <laughs> so don't <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> okay, noted. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the name I've chosen is like really special meaning. So I'm just like, I'm just really excited basically to meet him now. Yeah. And it could be any time. It's so exciting. Um, and you have your bag packed and everything, everything ready to go. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm probably the most organized person you'll ever meet. I've had them packed for a long time. They've been in the car for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm so ready for him to come now. I'm just looking at everything around me, waiting to fit him into all the little spaces now. So I can't wait. And my cousin was due a few days before me and she had him uh, last two weeks ago. Um, so I got to go and give him a cuddle and practice with a newborn, which is really nice. So. Um, thank you so much I'm really looking forward to send me a message on Instagram because I'm not going to be able to wait very long yeah I do um, and we'll catch up then when when baby's here and hopefully I'll get to see him in your arms please God yeah yeah <laughs> cool thank you if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love if you could take a moment, pop on to whatever podcast platform you listen to our chats every week, uh, pop in a little review, rate it, let me know if you're enjoying it. If you're not, send me an email, send me a DM. It goes such a long way in keeping the podcast afloat. And if you want to support even more so, you can click on to the ACAST link in the show notes where you can listen to our weekly chats ad free and also um, contribute to keeping the podcast afloat. So thank you for to those of you who have supported me. I really appreciate it. Chat to you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.